Welcome back to Cardinal Lowry, episode number 78. It's Dean Lowry and Samuel Harrison Carter. Wow. Sam. Call me out like that. Yeah, full name. Uh, Sam, I got to ask you, did you hear the new Kendrick Lamar song? I've, I have not listened to it all the way through. Um, mm. I, I need to, though. I haven't had a chance. In fact, I'm going to do that after we record this. Well, that was going to be part of my question, but I'll, I'll divert to a different question. Uh, so the Kentucky Derby was this week, and if you had to – you are a horse owner. I could definitely see you, like, just wanting to own a horse in the future. Okay. Uh, what, what's your go-to, like, horse name for, a, like, a, your racehorse? Um, let's see. I mean, it depends on what he looks like. I mean, or she – you know, we in history we just watched the um, the Sea Biscuit movie, mm-hmm. and the name War Admiral is pretty bomb. Um, so I'm gonna say something like Red Baron or something like that. Mm, well, I'm gonna go with like a little goofy one. I'm gonna say Bread of the Biscuit. Oh, he's my horse name. So, Sam, you had some interesting uh, sport experiences. Uh, we played in a wiffle ball tournament on Saturday. Indeed. Uh, you uh, got on base, you know, a couple times. And I got to ask you, uh, has this uh, changed your any opinion at all on baseball? Um, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say I ever really disliked baseball. Um, I think that there's a lot that they could do to make it a more interesting sport. And I think that they should do that. Um, for the sport's sake, you know, I don't care. I don't think you'll ever watch, you'll ever catch me, uh, watching regular season baseball. Um, so I would say that it gave me more respect for the game. More respect for the game. All right. And let's turn to the Kentucky Derby real quickly before we talk about, um, a massive NBA segment, a uh, rich strike comes in alternate. After opening is an 81 favorite, takes the victory. Uh, Sam, what do you think of the name and the W? Um, repeat the name for me. Rich Strike. Rich Strike. Uh, that's lame. Rich Strike, what does that mean? Come on. I. Uh, mm, maybe you're like a, a, a fluent bowler. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's all I right. feel like that almost would be better. A fluent bowler? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. It's just, it's a bad name. But the horse did try to bite the commentator uh, in that post-race interview. Um, but, you know, good for the guy. And uh, we'll see what happens at the Preakness. I think that's next weekend. Yeah. Preakness Stakes um, is the next big race. So, change for that Triple Crown as always. And now it's time to talk about a little basketball. And we are headed first. Let's. I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies Warriors series. We're gonna talk about first. Uh, the Warriors lead three to one. So much to unpack here. But Sam, first question: Are you surprised the Warriors are in the position up three to one? Um, I'm not, especially with the injury to John Morant. Um, I think that. 
you know, a lot of people expected uh, the Warriors to handle this pretty well. Well, obviously, uh, that's odd to unpack there. Uh, but first, let's talk about Game 2. Dylan Brooks's vicious foul on Gary Payton II. Uh, you say, Sam, you saw the play. You saw the ejection. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, that's the right call. There's no place in basketball for plays like that. Um, I mean, he practically just threw him down in midair. I mean, mm, it's not part yeah, of the game. I mean, that's completely right. And, uh, you know, looking um, ahead, you know, game five going on while we record this right now. Uh, but the jaw, knee injury, very interesting. Uh, in a blowout game three loss, um, Jordan Poole swiped down and hit Ja in the knee. Um, there's an official word on his injury, but he appears to be out for the rest of the playoffs. Um, but that is definitely a tough loss. And uh, Sam, you know, an, a lot of dirtiness being going around in this series. You think this is good for basketball to see this physical type of play? Or do you think it's bad for the game? Um, I think that it's good for the game just because it'll make players have to be tougher. You know, you're not going to see, you know, assuming the game goes more towards this direction, um, you're not going to see the Trey Young fouls, you know, where he jumps up and leans into a guy. I think that that'll kind of go away if if the game of basketball heads more towards this physical game. So you're saying you, you prefer – so just is it more preferable to watch in your opinion, you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a defensive guy myself. I think that, you know, defense wins championships. So hmm. I think yeah. that it's more fun to watch. Well, I mean, just got to point out for John Morant, some crazy stats this series. He put up 38-7-8 and eight, uh, in this series. So just incredible stuff. Uh, while he was playing, uh, but MVP of the series right now it looks to be Steph uh, putting up 28, um, five rebounds and six and a half assists. Um, but now it's time we turn our focus uh, to the Phoenix Suns against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Phoenix leads 3 2. Uh, that game six tomorrow night, Thursday night. And Sam, are you surprised that this series is in this position right now? I mean, one chance for every series. Are you surprised? Um, I'm not super surprised. I I think that you know this is about what I expected, um, especially with the whole injury situation. And you know, Dallas is a good team, so you can't discount them. I mean, Luca, you know. Yeah, Luca Magic. Uh, has been stellar uh, in this series, putting up 32 points, almost 10 rebounds a game, and seven assists. Um, crazy stuff. Absolutely carrying this team with Jalen Brunson uh, leading kind of the back. But they get did get blown out in uh, game five, 110 to 80. Um, and Sam, you know, I got to ask you, uh, did this blood, do you think, indicate that the Suns are able to take this game at six, or do you think this, uh, this one's going the distance? Um, I think the Suns take this in game six. Um, the Mavs are a good team, but I think that the Suns are just too good. Mm. All right. And uh, one thing that was kind of on the download, wasn't really talked about, was uh, as part of game uh, number four, Chris Paul's family was sitting in the stands right on the bench, and one of the um, Mavericks fans attempted to grab Chris Paul's mother. Um, I don't want to say kidnapper, but it was, it was more of a harassment. 
Um, and Sam, yeah, it might be the first time you've heard of this. Uh, what are your thoughts on the situation? Um, it's this is ridiculous. I mean, what is that kid thinking? I mean, like, like you're in public on national television, you're gonna grab one of the star players' mother. It's like, what do you think's gonna happen? It's like you think you're just gonna laugh it off. Mm. No. Come on, man. man. You sound you sound a lot like a guidance counselor now, but <laughs> you know that's just the way it is. Sam Carter laying down the law. But uh, now it's time to talk about uh, the Heat versus Seventy Sixers. Uh, been a pretty boring series. I gotta cut it to you here. Uh, but the Heat leading three to two. Um, another stellar performance from the Heat defensively. Um, and, you know, they absolutely dominate the 76ers. Game 5, 120-85, Jimmy Butler, 23 points. DJ Cal on the bench giving uh, Coach uh, Spolstrick a little shoulder rub in the middle of the game. That was kind of like the, the biggest thing that happened in that game. Uh, Jimmy averaging 26-7-5, and five. and for the 76ers, uh, Joel Embiid missed two games, but he is back. Uh, you know, and Tyrese Maxey's been leading the squad uh, with 20 points a game. And so, Sam, I ask you again, 3-2 series, is this one going the distance? Is it going for speed, Sam? I think that this series is going to seven, and I got the heat in game seven. Mm. Yeah, the Sixers have been very tough at home. Uh, Harden's kind of come back and do his form here, and uh, it's going to mean a lot. But now, it is time to turn our attention to the most – Interesting series of them all, and that has been the Milwaukee Bucks against the Boston Celtics. Uh, like last year, the Bucks in that three spot are playing an incredible uh, seven-game um, series in the second round. And we got to talk about you know just looking at the statistics. Hold on, let me let me pull this up so I can give you the full scope of this situation. This is after game four. I don't have it uh, for all five games, but. Tatum and Brown both putting up over 20. Um, Giannis putting up 32, 13, and 8, Sam. Wow. I mean, he is absolutely – these are prime Shaq numbers we're getting from Giannis. And uh, defense has been tough in the series. And I would say the best game of the series has been game four. Where we saw uh, Al Horford look like prime LeBron. And let me just tell you, this is a classic NBA. This is one of those things where, like, you know, you hear like on the podcast, like the random role players talk about this kind of game. So if you didn't know, Giannis goes down in the second quarter, dunks on Al Horford. You know, Al Horford's a role player, you know, whatever. And Giannis kind of gives him a little, his little mean mug face. He did it in game five of the finals last year. You know what I'm talking about, Sam? Like the, I do. The lips up kind of look. And, uh, you know, he really thinks he's cool with that. But I think Al Horford had enough of that. And so – Al comes down in the fourth quarter, a quarter which he had 17 points, and he dunks it on Giannis and then elbows him right in the face. Um, a beautiful play. Mm. And Sam, I'm going to ask you, are you a fan of disrespectful dunks, or are you saying that this was too far? I mean, obviously technical was called after this was a dead ball foul, but um, are you a fan of the disrespect and the uh, the trash talking and the you know going back and forth? Do uh, you think it has a place in the game? I do. I think that, you know, we talked earlier about that dirty foul on Gary Payton Jr. 
Um, Mm -hmm. That, you know, that's in the game. That's like you're almost trying to hurt him. But this, Mm -hmm. you know, this is – this promotes competitiveness. I feel like this NBA is too friendly. It's like we need to go back to the 90s where it didn't matter if your team sucked, but you hated your rival. Mm. I'm saying – Michael Jordan would never play with the Pistons if they offered him all the money in the world. Right. So So. I think that the trash talk promotes competitiveness, and I think that this series will go to game seven. Yeah. And let's talk on game five real quick. It just happened. Giannis with 40 points in that one. Uh, almost a triple-double, um, but the Celtics choke away the fourth quarter at home, 33-21, and, uh, you know, looking to close it out now are the Bucks. Uh Jason Tatum with 34, but Drew Holiday makes two incredible defensive plays down the stretch. Um, you know, the Celtics, you know, up, uh, excuse me, down by one. Drew Holiday comes up with a clutch block, and uh, Sam says this one's going the distance. I don't think so. I think this one is going to end uh, on Friday night, and I think the Bucks are going to advance. And I think they they got to be the team to beat. You know, they're the defending champions. I know the Warriors are playing great. They're playing an ailing Grizzlies team. But I just can't – I can't see it. I can't see anybody beating the Milwaukee Bucks. I just I can't envision it at this moment. They played, you know, spectacularly in their wins. They have had some they've had some close losses in this series, um, but they just have proven me everything. And I think it is going to take a lot um, to get these, you know, Bucks to lose on their home floor in this game six. I mean, obviously they closed out Phoenix in six last year, but Sam, you got any rhetoric to that? Um, why do you think it's going to go to seven? Um, I don't. I think that, you know, it's just a really competitive matchup. and That's true, yeah. All the games have been competitive, so yeah. you got a good point there. And the Celtics won game four, last game in Milwaukee. So, you know, you got that little bit of animosity there. Um, but that is it um, for our coverage of the NBA playoffs. So we'll be back next week getting to that conference finals. And then once we get into the finals, Sam, are you ready? We're unveiling. Every single game, because we'll be done with school every single game, get an episode about each finals game. Sam, you ready for that? How you feel about that? I'm feeling good, you know. I need some I think, summertime. I need some Carter and Lowry. Well, there you have it. And, Sam, I'm going to ask you, you know, right now, you got to predict, with the current situation, the finals matchup, who do you have? I'm searching deep into the Oracle. Going Bucks, Warriors. I had the same answer. Um, you know, a little play on words because the Warriors to play in Oracle Arena. Mm. Um, but I completely agree. I think that the Bucks team is they're primed to win. The Warriors, this is the reload. And I think that the Suns are gonna go through a physical are gonna go through a physical game seven. The Warriors, I think they can win tonight, get that rest for the conference finals. And I think that Bucks Warriors would be an incredible series. You got Giannis, the emerging star of the NBA, and then you got 
Um, you know, obviously Stephen Curry, one of the biggest known names in basketball around the globe. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 78 of Cardinal Larry. Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that'll do it, and you hear from us next Tuesday.